We all know we need to kick bad habits and keep or create good ones, but it's not easy to do. Today, we'll discuss four steps that can help us keep or adopt new ones. So what are the small incremental everyday routines that compound into massive positive change over time? Listen in to find out. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today, we'll be discussing Atomic Habits by James Clear. First, let's look into the author a little bit so that we know where he's coming from. James Clear is a popular habit researcher that has a blog at jamesclear.com. The book that we are discussing today is his first book and is the definitive guide to habits. To be fair, there are a lot of habit books out there, but I think this is the most straightforward one. And what's interesting is that the things in this book are based on his experiences. When he was in high school, a baseball bat flew and smashed into his face. His nose was broken, brain swollen, eyes dislocated, and he was devastated. (laughs) Why do I sound like I'm rapping? Anyway, his recovery took months. And to get his baseball career back on track, he did small incremental everyday routines that led to good habits. And when he got to college, he managed to become one of the 33 players for the All-American academic team. So with this, we can say that he knows the power of small gains, not just by theory, but experience too. If you are to take away some information from this book, here are the three things you should take away that also can be actionable steps. One, every time we perform a habit, four steps take place over and over again. It's cue, craving, response, and reward. Again, it's cue, craving, response, and reward. Number two, to form new habits, we should make them obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. Number three, using a habit tracker is a fun way to measure progress and make sure to keep on track. So what does it take to form new habits? Let's dig deeper into the three things I just mentioned. The first one, the four-step pattern of cue, craving, response, and reward. Like I always say, the environment changes the person. And the author mentions that too. The environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. A cue, prompt, trigger, whatever you want to call it, will always be the first step in performing any habit. And most of the time, it will be an external factor that will start it. So to understand it, let's look at it deeper. The cue, prompt, or trigger is a piece of information that says that there is a reward at the end. For example, smelling your favorite dish, looking at a picture of the beach, or a dark room. Then comes the craving, the motivation to do something to get the reward, like tasting your favorite dish booking that beach trip, or being able to see. That will lead to what we call response. It's really just whatever thought or action that needs to be done to get that reward. And lastly, it leads to the reward, which is a satisfying feeling you get from the action that you take, whether the outcome and or the lesson is good or bad. And most of the time, if the outcome is bad, you don't repeat it. And if it's good, you keep going through the cycle to experience it over and over again. Let's now go on to the second one. To form habits, we must make it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. Since we know the four-step pattern, these habit-forming four steps directly correspond to each of the four patterns mentioned a while ago, the cue, craving, response, and reward. Here are some examples so that we can create our own habits based on these. This way, we can make good behaviors easier to do and the bad ones harder. Let's try to keep the example simple. You want to eat more fruits, but you end up buying them and forgetting to eat them all. 
So we have to make it obvious. We have to put them on display front and center on your fridge. That helps with the queuing. The next is to make it attractive. Start with the fruit that you like the most so you'll actually want to eat one when you see it. Now that helps with the craving. Next, we have to make it easy. If the plan is to eat more fruits, don't choose fruits that are hard to eat. Stick to fruits you don't need multiple tools to peel such as a banana. Or better yet, just buy the ones that are already peeled or need no peeling. This helps with the response. And lastly, make it satisfying. If you like the fruit you pick, you'll love eating it and you'll feel healthier as a result. And this is basically the reward. Of course, this example was as simple as possible so that the idea is clear. But these four can be applied to all kind of good habits like running, working on a project, spending more time with loved ones, and many more. And if you want to get rid of bad habits, do the opposite. Invisible, unattractive, difficult, and unsatisfying. Let's say for smoking. If you follow the invisible, unattractive, difficult, and unsatisfying, not buying cigarettes, putting financial penalties such as smoking one stick will make me pay for the cost of the whole pack, not hanging out with certain friends unless it's a non-smoking area, and only allowing smoking with a chopstick outside of the house in a designated smoking area, and taking a full shower along with brushing my teeth after smoking. If it sounds pretty detailed, it's because that is how I stopped smoking. Anyway, let's go to the third and last one. A habit tracker really helps keep it fun and make sure that we stick to our new behaviors. But we must not fall into the trap of trying to do and track multiple things at once. It might seem fun in the start, but it will start to cause burnout. So it's really important to take it step by step. And an easy way to keep track and be accountable for our actions without being overwhelmed is to track our habits with a habit tracker. It can be a spreadsheet, an app, a digital watch, a calendar, whatever is easy to use and available to you. And as long as we are able to keep a record of all the behaviors we want to establish or abandon, at the end of each day, we can mark which ones we succeeded with. Come to think of it, this is how my fitness journey started. I got a dive computer, which was more like a fitness watch to track my diving. And when I found out that I needed to improve on my breathing, I started tracking my breathing then to improve, I started running, then swimming, then cycling. You, you get the picture. And funny because when I got the watch, I asked myself, who even has time to do all these? The same goes for these book summaries. I wanted to consistently read and make information accessible to all. I started with one summary per month with a video, but it was not as sustainable with production costs and turnaround time. So I made it easy to do with the resources that I already had. Now it's not just about putting out a summary per week, but the goal is now to not break the streak. It's a simple but effective strategy that helps good habits. And in my case, it's not just good for me, but hopefully it does help others too. Here's a quote from the author that sums up the little efforts nicely. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Now you know all these, it's time to take action. So want to start that project you had in your mind for so long or want to achieve something but couldn't start? This book can be of great help to get yourself going and actually achieve it. Of course, if you want to dig deeper into the things that I mentioned, you can go ahead and get the book. Trust me, it's a really good investment. I also want to make clear that the tiny changes in behavior will not transform our lives overnight. But if those behaviors become a habit that we will perform every day, it will lead to big changes. Consistency is the key. Changing our lives is not about having epiphanies or making revolutionary breakthroughs. Rather, it's about building a system of good habits that when all put together, deliver remarkable results. 
An actionable advice can be using habit stacking. It's just stacking new habits on top of an existing one. For example, you wanted to try meditation, but you can't find time. Try thinking about the things you do without effort, like maybe drinking coffee in the morning. Then try stacking it on top by taking the time to meditate, maybe while the coffee is brewing or meditating when you finish drinking the coffee. This builds on the natural momentum that comes from the habit that you already have. Of course, if you want to know more about the topic of making and breaking habits, I do have a video summary on Making Habits, Breaking Habits by Jeremy Dean on the Daily Book Club YouTube channel. It's in Taglish, but if you're interested in it, go give it a watch. And that was a quick summary of Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is Day, and thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.